Welcome one, welcome all to In The Green, a brand new, brand spanking new sports betting podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jaron May, and how about this? How about it? This is awesome. Brand new podcast, first episode, clean slate, fresh starts, and this podcast is going to be, in my opinion, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. We are going to get you in the green. We're going to give out winning picks. We're going to build your bankroll. We're going to train and teach you how to be a smarter sports better. We'll give out different techniques, different styles, different things that you should be looking out for when you are placing your bets. And throughout the way, we're going to have fun because a lot of sports betting podcasts are strictly business. Get in, give our picks, get out. I mean, that's fine. That's all fun and dandy. But like, come on, let's have some fun. Let's do some bad beats. Let's laugh at ourselves if we give out a bad pick. Let's have fun with this. And part of that is bringing on some other people. So I'll be the main host of this throughout all of it, but I'll bring in some guest hosts, some experts, some maybe beginners. I'll bring in some friends to see if they can, you know, stay up with me, if they can keep up with me, that type of thing. Uh, and throughout this, we'll be adapting. We'll, we'll change around to see what works and what doesn't, and we'll learn and we'll grow and we'll grow with you. So make sure that you're giving that feedback. Again, you can leave reviews, you can like it, you can share it, you can subscribe, you can tweet at me, whatever you want to do. But this show is all about you, it's all about being in the green, and it's all about sports betting. Before we get into today's show, let me introduce myself since I'm brand new and this might be the first time that you are hearing my voice in your ears. My name is Jaron May. A lot of people like to pronounce my name Jaron. That's wrong. Just plain wrong. It's Jaron May. You can follow me. You can tweet at me. You can DM me on Twitter at Jaron underscore May. Jaron spelled J-A-R-O-N. And I really hope you can figure out how to spell May. Uh, I grew up in a very competitive, very athletic family. We would compete in pretty much anything and everything. Uh, racing to the car, eating dinner, finishing your food. Like, And let me just say, my brother always won the, the food categories. He would always get those ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we would compete in pretty much everything. Sometimes it was verbal. Sometimes it was just subconscious. And I would say, hey, I'm, I'm going to beat him to the car. So we were very competitive. I was also, you know, relatively athletic. I, I never was going pro, but I would try out pretty much every sport, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, uh, speed skating, swimming, skiing, golf. Gosh, I did pretty much everything. Uh, but then in high school, I broke my elbow for the fourth time. Left elbow, one I'm holding on to right now. I broke it for the fourth time, and now I just have some bone fragments floating around my elbow right now, and the doc said, yeah, you should probably hang it up. And I said, that's a good idea. So instead of, you know, competing uh, and playing sports on a competitive level, now I'm just, you know, your novice uh, golfer, skier, that type of thing. But I transitioned, because I still love sports, I transitioned from the court and the field into the booth. That led me to Syracuse University. Just graduated from there, studied sports broadcasting, did a bunch, play-by-play, -play, podcasting, reporting, TV, anchoring, um, you know, TV, radio, digital, writing, 
uh, a bunch of different things. That then landed me a job where I am right now in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, I'm a sports anchor and reporter for the ABC and NBC stations down here in Fort Myers, soaking up the suns of Florida, even though as I say that, the skies just opened up and it is now torrential downpouring. But I guess that's kind of par for the course down here in Florida. I'm slowly but surely learning that. Uh, I also do a little play-by-play on the side. And of course, now I'm hosting this brand new podcast uh, and we are going to have a lot of fun. This show is, again, going to be fun. We'll bring in different people. We'll kind of rotate it through. We'll have different segments. Um, And today, I'm just going to give out picks. I mean, I don't really care about the production value of this first one. I just want to get it going. I don't care about having music underneath me or sound effects here and there or whatever it may be. We can do that later. We can worry about the production value later. Right now, let's just get going. I mean... I want to jump right into this one. So I have a couple plays today. I broke it down into some different segments. I'll give you the plays. I'll give you a recap and we'll get out. All right, here we go. I got two plays of the day. Two plays of the day. And they're both in the same game. They're both pretty much the same bet because the Cubs are taking on the Nationals today and Patrick Corbin is getting the start for the Nats. If you know that name, it's probably because he sucks. (laughs) He is horrible. Uh, he is the worst pitcher, worst starting pitcher, I should say. Worst starting pitcher in baseball right now. I don't. I, I challenge you to find a name that is worse than him. I really do. I, I challenge you. Whenever I see his name on the starting lineup, I immediately go to the over. Immediately. I, I think it is the easiest bet in baseball whenever Patrick Corbin is starting. Over his last six starts, He has a 1246 ERA. You didn't hear that wrong. I didn't mispronounce that. A 12 period 46 ERA. That's ridiculous. Over the last six starts, it really is. So he could hit this over where, again, it's Cubs Nationals first half over. I don't even know if I said that. First half over four and a half. So Patrick Corbin getting the start. He might hit the over four and a half in the first five innings by himself. He really could. On the other side, Justin Steele gets the start for the Cubs. He's been pretty good recently. He started the season with a 550 ERA. He's now down to 363. So he's trending in the right direction. However, his last start was against the Nats, and he gave up two runs. So let's just say Steele contributes two runs. Maybe even just gives you one. Patrick Corbin is going to do the rest. He's going to give up four to five runs. And if he does that, You only need steal maybe for a run. Maybe Corbin handles it himself. But I like the first half over of four and a half over that total at minus 122. I also like the full game total over for the Cubs and Nats. I I mean, it's the same reasoning. Patrick Corbin stinks. And these two teams have played each other four times this season. And they've gone over eight and a half runs three out of those four times. Give me the over. I mean, the Nats go over their total the fourth most of any team in the league this year, if you need any more backing. But I like the game over 8.5, that's at minus 122. And I like the first half over of 4.5, minus 122 as well. Patrick Corbin stinks. These two teams like to score runs. Boom, there you go. Those are your plays of the day. Now let's go to our Ks of the day, strikeouts of the day. But, you know, Ks of the day rhymes fun. (laughs) All right. Let me readjust. K's of the day. 
Nestor Cortez under six and a half strikeouts at minus 118. That's my first play. It's Rays Yankees tonight. Tampa Bay, fourth lowest strikeout rate against left-handed pitchers this season. They don't strike out against left-handed pitchers. Starters, lefty starters, are averaging just over three strikeouts per start against the Tampa Bay Rays this year. There you go. Tampa Bay doesn't strike out against lefties. Only one lefty starter has gone over this line of six and a half strikeouts against the Rays this year. So the Rays just do not strike out against left-handed pitchers, especially left-handed starters. Cortez has gone up against the Rays a couple times over the past two seasons, and he's never had more than five strikeouts, five or below. Five or below in the last two seasons against the Rays. So give me the under. I think this line is too high. I think it should be down to like five and a half. But if they're going to give you it at six and a half, take that, especially at only minus 118. That's that's pretty good odds. So take Nestor Cortez under six and a half Ks at minus 118. Second K of the day is the under for Kyle Freeland, under three and a half strikeouts at plus 112. That's the best part about this. You can grab this at plus odds. And it's obvious why it's plus odds because three and a half Ks is really low. It's a really low line. But the Cardinals have the second fewest strikeouts to left-handed pitchers in the league this year. They don't strike out against lefties either. So it's kind of the same thing in that Rays-Yankees game. It's Cardinals-Rockies tonight, and the Cardinals just don't really strike out against left-handed pitchers. Now, for Freeland, when going up against a team in the bottom 15 for strikeouts versus left-handed pitchers this season, Freeland has gone under 3.5 Ks 6 out of 9 games. So... What's that math? 66%, 67% of the time when he goes up against a team that doesn't strike out against left-handed pitchers, he goes under. So there you go. Give me the under 3.5 Ks for Kyle Freeland at plus 112. Those are your two Ks of the day. All right, moving on. Here we go. Daily Dog. That's a working title. Don't, Don't hold me to it. Daily Dog. I got two Daily Dogs, actually. I like the Rays on the money line at plus 144 tonight. It's Yankees-Rays. I don't really even want to talk about the Rays that much. I kind of just want to talk about the Yankees. They stink. They're really bad. (laughs) They've lost 10 of their last 12 games. And this is a Yankees team that before the All-Star break, and even a little bit after, was the best team in baseball. They had the best record. They have Aaron Judge, probably the, I think, the MVP. I mean, you can argue if you want Shohei, but like, come on, it's probably Judge. He's he's breaking records. He's he's on pace to set a whole lot of home run records. Give me the Rays to upset the Yankees, though, because as of recent, the Yankees have been bad. They haven't scored a run in the last 18 straight innings. They've been shut out twice, back-to-back games, and they've only won two games in the last 12. They're in a slump right now, and until they turn it around, I'm going to keep betting against them. They probably will turn it around at some point because they have so much talent on their roster, but right now, the Yankees are in a slump, and until they consistently show me that they turn it around, I'm not just talking about one win. I'm I'm saying three, four, five wins. Until they show me that, bet against them, especially if you can get the Rays at plus 144. Rays have won a couple games now. They're starting to piece it together. I like the Rays at the money line to upset the Yankees. 
My second daily dog, again, working title, don't hold me to it. Mets money line. Mets against the Braves tonight. New York just lost to Atlanta 13-1. to So you're probably saying, why would I take the Mets coming off of that? Because when they lose, and especially when they lose big, they have a tendency to bounce back the next game. I don't think they're going to let that happen again. The Mets have the better starter today in Taiwan Walker. The Braves are starting Charlie Morton. He has gone up against the Mets twice this season. In those starts, he gave up four runs, and he gave up five runs. So the Mets are kind of Morton's kryptonite because he's been pretty solid throughout the season other than that. New York is going to bounce back. They're not going to let them be embarrassed twice. I don't really think that they should be plus odds, but they are. Money line for the Mets, plus 126. Give me that. Give me the raise. Those are my daily docs. Final play of the day. That's a parlay. Here we go. Phillies money line, Red Sox money line. Phillies taking on the Reds. That's at minus 190 for the Phillies on the line. We got Red Sox minus 142 against the Pirates on the money line. Let's start with the Phillies. Kyle Gibson has been solid for the Phillies recently. Reds counter with TJ Zuich. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. He's making just his second big league start in his first one. He gave up six earned runs. So they have a brand new guy. Kyle Gibson has been solid. And the Phillies have the motivation because they need to stay in this wild card hunt. They're only currently a half game up on the Padres. If they slip a little bit, they're going to be working from behind. Right now, they have the lead. So they need to keep winning. Give me the Phillies, who are the better team with the better pitcher with the more motivation on the money line at minus 190. Obviously, that's a lot of juice. So let's parlay it with the Red Sox money line. Red Sox starting to turn things around. I know they were in a slump a little bit ago, but they've won three of their last four. Their starters are starting to be a little healthy. They're they're, they're slowly but surely coming back. And the Pirates have lost four straights. Pirates are the worst team. Red Sox are not a great team, but they're a solid team. They're an okay team. And the Red Sox are turning it around. They have a little momentum behind them. So give me the Red Sox on the money line, minus 142. Give me the Phillies on the money line, minus 190. Parlay that together together for 160, plus 160. There you go. That's plus odds with two games. You only need to hit two. And you only need to hit the money lines. You just need to pick the winners. You don't need to worry about run lines or anything like that. There you go. Those are your plays. And that's your first episode. This was awesome. I'm having so much fun. I hope you do too. Let's do a quick recap and then I'll let you. I'll get you out of here. Plays of the day over in the first half and over in the full game of Cubs-Nats. Over first half, four and a half. Over full game, eight and a half. K's of the day, Nestor Cortez under six and a half strikeouts, Kyle Freeland under three and a half strikeouts. Daily dogs, we got Rays money line plus 144, we got Mets money line plus 126, and then our parlay of the day, Phillies money line minus 190 plus the Red Sox money line at minus 142. There you go, that's our first episode of In the Green. Book it, put all of those picks in right now before the game starts. Ah, that was a whole lot of fun. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you review. Make sure you share all of this. Follow me on Twitter. Do everything you want to do. This is going to be a whole lot of fun. Journey is just starting. First episode of In the Green. I'll catch you next time. Peace.